Welcome back to the Two Months Podcast presented by BioSteel and powered by GoGo Sports. I'm your host, Joshua Marshall. Tonight, uh, we got uh, Clay Vanderham. He's back. He's with us. Uh, Vandy, how's it going? Vandy is Vandy. Just wrapped up Jason's uh, inline tournament in Red Deer. It's called the Battle of Wheels. Well, Ron. Well, he froze up, so... <laughs> Well, uh, oh, it's a good start. It's a good start. Start he, over. He, he froze up. So he, uh, all those chirps of all those years of uh, the new Sarepta and the uh, St. Albert uh, Wotopia Wi-Fi <laughs> is all coming back to him. So we'll, uh, we'll hopefully get Vandy back on. He's kind of creeping <laughs> back in the picture now. Let's see. I'm here, no? There you are. You're there. You froze there up are. for uh, a couple oh. seconds. There. Okay. I don't know where you got it. They're, Red Deer teams are good. We didn't perform too well, but it was a good, fun weekend anyway. The family himself brought the dog to the, to the hotel, and yeah, it was good. It was fun. That's good. That's good. How's, how's, the, how's the new pup doing, Vandy? The new pup is good. He's uh, growing on me. He's so, did he come on. with you? Yeah, he uh, he did. He did, yeah. There you yeah. go. Nice. nice. And we got uh, Phil Stockley with us. Phil, how's it going? Doing pretty good. Nice to see the boys tonight. Yeah, everyone's out, hockey. Everyone's outside. I got the uh, AC going inside the house, so I uh, I chickened out. I'm not out. I'm not outside, but I will. I don't have the best setup here in the north side of Edmonton, so you don't want to go outside. You'll get shot at or something exactly. for sure. My mic will get stolen mid pot. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, we also got uh, Brody uh, Brody McIntyre with us. AKA Broads, the closer. How's it going? It's going great today, buddy. Had a nice day. Zero work. Just chilled out. I had a nap on my deck around one o'clock. Got a little suntan in. Got up. I had some food, a little dinner. Watched the uh, Memorial Cup finals. Now I'm talking to you guys. Great, nice. great day. Who, who won? I didn't catch it. Not Seattle. They Not lost. Seattle. They got whipped five nothing. Five Cobb. Yeah, Quebec, wow, really? Quebec Ramparts won. Uh, Patrick Wall wins again, and they put on. Were they Seattle? I think they're, in my good. opinion, they're a little more skilled. Yeah, which is crazy to think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they were smothering, man. Like they didn't give up anything. No, it was, they were hounding the puck. They were really, really good. Yeah, one of the best efforts I've seen in Memorial Cup yep. appearance. Uh, in quite some time. So, uh, some really good players there, but, uh, I, I just, that tournament alone, it's, it's always fun. It's exciting. You know, Kamloops from, from all accounts did an amazing job hosting and, you know, a lot of the alumni came back. So that's pretty sweet too. Isn't that uh, bro? It's the, the alumni come back and get engaged in the community again and, you know, get the excitement back up too. They loved it, man. And you, you hearing the guys talking about wanting to go back and when they're going to go back, and then being interviewed once they're there, they were just as fired up. They were like kids again, right? Yeah. Probably some of the best times of their lives. And they're thinking back 20 years ago and they loving it. Yeah. Exactly. Shane O'Brien was gibbled. You see him on his live. He was the drunkest man in Kamloops today. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, well, had... doesn't the whole alumni own that goddamn Kamloops team? They do. Like there's yeah. Yeah. Former players that own it yeah there's a bunch, isn't there? Yeah. 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 They, they do a good job, but, uh, 
Vandy, your thoughts of what you've seen throughout the Memorial Cup? We'll kind of touch well, on that first. I was texting you guys last night. Like, I couldn't believe how stacked Seattle was. They got like $10 million payroll or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, an American wow. Hockey League team. First of all, how is Dylan Gunter back in the dump? Like, Isn't he like 25 years old? <laughs> it seems like we and they got him for year, nothing, like, too. Yeah, and then that Brad Lambert came over from Finland. Yeah. Like, that kid wow. is unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. a good player, man. Yeah, Brad Lambert. But Quebec, yeah. I mean, I I didn't, unfortunately, you don't follow it until the semis and the finals. And then when you're in Red Deer and you got cable television, you got nothing else to watch. Nothing else to watch. So you just, you watch the Memorial Cup. And then that was when I started seeing I, I, Quebec beat him in the round robin too, right? right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they well, went undefeated. Well, yeah. Wow. Well-run team, obviously with Patrick Law there. And so is Patrick else. Law back in the NHL this season, guys, as a head coach, we're going to go. Around. I say yes. Yeah. I say yes too. Oh, really? Would you That's say an option for him? He's been like interviewed, but the, the main job yeah. he was interviewing for is taken up by uh coach Babs or uh, our boy Kami went off. I shared it on the story today on our uh, Instagram story. And if anyone follows Kami on the gram, I, I sent him a text. He didn't want to comment at all. And then he finally just had enough and he commented. But uh, that's Patrick well, maybe, maybe Dobbs is trying to reach out for, to him for a D coach. Yeah. Well, it's obviously, uh, you know, Kami's an alumni, right? In uh, Columbus. So what do we, what do we have? What do we have out there for head coaching jobs this year, Bosco? That are taken now. So brunette that are oh. open right now. Open, open, open. position. So Calgary, Calgary, Anaheim, oh. New York, um, are off the top for the three right there. Um, you know, I believe everyone else, I, I can take a quick gander here as we talk, but I think I, I know, um, I know Anaheim was, uh, Anaheim's yeah, sorry to put you on the spot. I'm just kind of thinking oh, I think uh, to your question. I if Patrick Waugh gets a, yeah, I think that's it. Cause obviously, uh, yeah. Spencer Carberry goes to the capitals on a four-year deal, which is pretty rare to happen. So, um, but yeah, that's about it right there. Um, you know, we'll see what happens in Ottawa. There's still some conversations of, of what things could happen. And, in the in the in the capital, but I believe off the top of my head, I only think there's only uh, three openings now. Um, everything else pretty much seems to be uh, to be pretty be uh, pretty good there on that front. And because Stoffer Stoffer said he thinks he's he'll be back this year too. Correct. Yeah, he did he did agree with that as well. And I was so where uh, where where do you see him landing though? Well. I think the possible, I don't think we all, we thought Babcock was coming back, but Babcock can't get announced until July 1st because his contract with the Leafs goes right until June 30th. So, yeah. Um, so you won't be able to, to get back into the mix there. Um, but yeah, I think that, you know, with, uh, you know, Brunette going to Nashville, um, we'll see what the Rangers do here. Like John Hines has been interviewed. Uh, Lively has been interviewed. Lavi's coach almost every team in Metropolitan in the Metropolitan Division. So um it's kind of interesting of uh, he's almost coached every single team. And then and then yeah, we'll uh we'll see what happens there. But I think Patrick Wall resurfaced because it might not be until you know a wall thing might not happen. Do you not the owner of the Ramparts? 
He is, yeah, owner and general manager too, head coach, owner. So they can move to the NHL even though they own. In his like, well, he in his contract with his own team, he'll probably have it saying, "Yeah, I can leave at you know said okay. time." Kind yeah, of thing. Okay. like like I, I think I just, we're gonna see. I wouldn't even I be surprised. Be if, yeah, player. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even be surprised if we see Brent Sutter behind back behind the bench in 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 Red Deer where you just were. Um, you know, him and Steve Conowalchuk really didn't see eye to eye. They were up three, nothing in that series against the Saskatoon blades and the blades came back and won that series. Um, oh, you know I, that they did. I thought they, yeah, there was, yeah. I mean, they had was, a hell of a season. They, after they were up three, one, I think it was when they went to the game four. um, even Stoff talked about it. Nor there's now there was a disagreement between Conowalchuk and Sutter. And, uh, so was I was public or. Uh, it was somewhat public. It was, you know, just, it, they, there was a mutual parting of ways. Like Connor Walchuk, I think had a year left on his contract and, wow. and uh, he just parted ways at the end of the year. And, you know, just, just a disagreement and kind of the coaching and the personnel and, you know, head coach had final kind of say when the owner and general manager is trying to help out too. But so I, I, you know, I think it's uh well public knowledge now in the junior ranks that that happened like it was you know you don't really see this happen in the game in general where you know you're up three nothing and you know you lose so uh so we'll see what happens there but i uh you know junior ranks is looking pretty good right now and you know hockey's at a premium and you know and gary bettman spoke yesterday and everyone wants expansions and we're seeing what teams are going to go for and this is our nhl report by sponsored by sheena boychuk Mutz fans, so much going on right now in the live sporting events, concerts, everything going on. You know, you got wrestling events, you got the NBA, you got the NFL, you got hockey coming back, like so much going on. So use the promo code 2 Pod when you guys go to SeatGeek. Download the SeatGeek app or go to SeatGeek.com and get $20 off your purchase for these live events. You guys won't be disappointed. They'll help you on the bucks. You know, save that $20, get you a couple beers, maybe have some popcorn, whatever you want for that, saving that $20 going in. And, you know, use these live events, man. There's so much going on right now. Uh, this is the greatest time. Um, all these sports are firing back up. So all four major sports will be ready to go. Then you guys got the Drake concerts, the T-Swift concerts. There, there's so much happening right now. So, so many great events to be a part of. So don't be disappointed when you guys go to SeatGeek.com and use the promo code two months pod all capitals that's the promo code two months pod all capitals to get twenty dollars off your purchase it's kind of interesting how all this stuff works out with the uh with the nhl um you know and gary's kind of comments yesterday i don't know how much of you guys seen or heard but uh you know just more or less on the fact that uh and he did get grilled on pretty much all the main topics, the salary cap, um, talking to, you know, agents and players and stuff like that. They think it's going to go up 4 million. Gary put cold water on that again yesterday. said it's only going to go up a million. So oh, yeah. uh, he says George, George Peros is the best person in NHL player safety. Um, there is no issues at all with the NHL player safety. So that was kind of there. And um, they always say that. Yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, they're all they're going to support their guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think the uh, the most intriguing thing came out of it was because the body cam footage came out of the Valerie Nachushkin situation uh, came out this week on Twitter. And uh, 
So that got leaked out and it was out there, but he's, uh, he's eligible to play. He's not suspended by the league. He's not suspended by Colorado and everything's good, good on the up and up. I know Frank Saravalli said that he was never going to play another game in the NHL. So obviously that's not going to happen. Gary cleared that. So, um, yesterday and bill daily, but we'll see, uh, see if anything happens further, but sounds like there. And then the NHL also wrapped up their investigation with the London night situation. So now they're just waiting for London police and another report to be filed. And then that will, uh, the sanctions or whatever is going to happen on that situation will end up happening after the Stanley cup final from the sounds of it. So Sorry, I'm, I don't know about the London night thing. So Am that's, I- that's the 2018, 18, uh, hockey Canada team. Uh, oh, it's not the Knights. Yeah. Yeah. So happened. Oh, okay. yeah. In London, sorry. Yeah. So in London, but you know, yeah. happened with, uh, the banquet that the London Knights have had there. So, uh, but yeah, so hockey Canada, you know, we'll, uh, we'll have, we'll see what happens there on that. And, you know, that's been, you know, a main topic anytime Gary talks. Um, but yeah, just the state of the union address caps, not going up and see, and they think Ottawa is going to sell for $1.2 billion, the Ottawa senators. So oh. that's, but that includes the rink deal and stuff, right? Like there's assume, more. Yeah. There yeah. has to be more to a real estate play to that too. Right. So yeah. I can't just see a team, that team alone being sold for that, but. Uh, and so- Arizona's not going anywhere. In Arizona staying, correct. And that was about <laughs> he also said too. So they'll yeah. uh, they have a uh, two other options that they can find and they'll stay there. So <laughs> he's not letting Arizona go, but um baby. Yeah, that's his baby for sure. Um, but uh, what were you guys' thoughts on the finals last night, Phil? I don't know how much you saw. We'll start with you on the Stanley Cup final, uh, game one, uh of the Vegas Gold Knights pulling off a five two win. Well, I predicted, uh, I actually predicted Florida to win this whole thing in five. So I'm kind of starting to worry a little bit about that one. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but I, I don't know. I thought Florida played good. I, I thought they looked good early in the game and then slowly, but surely like that, that stingy Vegas defense just kind of stopped him and shut him down. And I just, I, that that saved by Aiden Hill too. Like that that was a turning point in that game. Yeah. That paddle save. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm really hoping for a Florida comeback next game and maybe they'll rattle off four in a row here and I'll uh I'll get that shout out from Bob Stoffer. Hey. Yeah, he said he would give you one if they win. So um Daddy, your <laughs> thoughts on this cup final and probably more or less, what's your thoughts on this pairing of Hag and White Cloud and that fourth line? With Colasar, Wah, and Carrier, um, you know Carrier sixteen goals, Wah fourteen goals, um, uh, you know Colasar. I think he had eight goals or ten goals, and just that, you know, that support. How much you need that in the playoffs? Well, to get, I mean, I of of the teams left after all the big boys got knocked out. This would be an NHL dream for them. They they want this matchup just because you got two teams that are, uh, I, I, you've got big name players. Um, and I know you've got them on every team, but they just, they match up so well together. And I think you're going to see a good, I mean, yesterday, I think he, he was a product of, um, you know, Florida coming out guns a blazing. It was a 
And Vegas plays that rope dope style so well that they'll take, you know, five to six minutes of, of pressure, but they won't give anything up. They'll keep you to the outside. Yeah. And yeah, it, I, I don't know about, you know, I think, like I say, I think it's an NHL, you know, Batman and those guys, I think it's a dream matchup for them considering you didn't have Boston or, or Toronto or Tampa Bay, that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and what, Broge, your thoughts on this cup final and the excitement it brings too. Well, I'm not going to lie. I'm not that excited. I think there was too long of a break and I'm kind of like, ah, all right. I'm yeah. not, I wouldn't say I'm moving on, but uh, I watched a little bit of it, but I don't know, man. It's, it's, I think it's going to take me a little bit to get back into it. I think the break was just too long with it's the way the scheduling worked out. Um, yeah. As far as the game though, like Vegas is like, they're away, man. They just roll their big D they, they play the right way. It, it reminds me, like I mentioned this our last podcast, if you get good goaltending and you can check, you can win. And they do that all four lines. Dude, I love watching that fourth line. They're unbelievable. Like, they're probably the best fourth line in all of hockey. So, I don't know. I like watching them. I was ho- I'm was i actually hoping for Florida just because they're the underdog. But, I don't know, man. Vegas looks pretty. They look un- almost unstoppable. Yeah. They're well, really- that line, like Hagen, White Cloud, getting back to oh. what you were saying, like, they're, they're, they're heavy players. And that's yeah. the way Vegas plays. Remember, I, I think I mentioned it. A couple of pods ago, but where Vegas just looked that much bigger than Edmonton for whatever reason, I don't know, but they're just that fourth line is heavy and they come at you and they can skate. And then you've got Hag and White Cloud, and Hag's a piece of shit to play against. You can just tell that he's probably always yapping in your ear, that kind of thing. White Cloud's just, I mean, you got to bet D man, was he not with Pittsburgh? You know, did he win a cup with Pittsburgh? If I'm- not mistake. I don't know, but who's this? Hag? White Cloud. White Cloud. White Cloud? No, they were drafted and developed through the Vegas system. Uh Hag and White Cloud. So nice. Oh, well, there you go. I mean yeah. Yeah. I like that they cycle it play. Like they're down. They play whole shifts down low that fourth line, right? They just they don't even they're not even looking to score. Yeah. Like 20, 30 seconds. Yeah. I'm gonna beat the shit out of you for 20 seconds here. Yeah. Yeah. They're uh I, I, you know, I, I agree with you, Broads. It was, you know, four or five day break. I think a lot of people said that, like you, you know, they wouldn't get into it right out game one. It'd probably take, you know, maybe the end of game two, if not more game three to get into the series. But uh, if this is kind of the way it's going to go, it might not be a, a long series at all. Florida's still searching for their first ever win in the Stanley Cup final. Obviously, the last time they were there, they lost to Colorado in 96. And they got swept, but, uh, you know, and this was their first road loss. They went eight, no going in on the road. Um, so the, a little bit of adversity, but as you know, Paul Maurice said, he, everyone just fucking breathe. So, that's a buck, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so yeah, it was pretty, pretty interesting to, to him. Just, just breathe. We lost game one against Boston and look what happened. So, um, it's probably far from over, you know, they had the longest break. So maybe they need to get their gears going like 10 day break for them, which is not ideal in, in any situation. But yeah. 
Um, and I don't know why. I think the reason why they waited because they, for the first time ever, they really wanted to in line with the NBA finals. Um, you know, so it's game day off, game day off. So when they're not playing, the NBA finals is so because they always. Yeah, try but they could have started Wednesday. They or... could have, yeah, they definitely could have, but I don't know why they waited. Friday, they yeah, yeah. I guess he wants Saturday. But... Yeah, so we'll uh, we'll see see how things shake out. The NBA finals, they had their game one, and then they had a two day break. So they're back at it tonight and the, the Miami heater up 107, 90, 95 uh, with three minutes left in the hey, floor. Here's why I thought white cloud came from Pittsburgh. I was thinking of Ben Lovejoy. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. like, to me, that's how I, I comparable there. Well, they're right shot defensemen, both of them. So I can see why well, I, I didn't know what way they shot just the way yeah. they play. Right. They're just yeah. uh, anyway. So, oh, yeah. so all you online warriors can chill out now. Vandy just corrected himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll have all the demons yeah. filled up with, uh, with everything you're saying. Um, yeah. So I would say, you know, we'll, we'll see kind of how things shape out um, in this series. It's, it's definitely far from over, but I think there's some, uh, some great, uh, great talking points, some great, interesting uh, storylines and, you know, Jack Eichel, uh, you know, playing good. And, you know, I think a lot of people when they watch the game, they, you know, just my brother and his, his buddy were here last night and they said that uh, the stone stone goal was a high stick before it went in the net. And that was kind of ruined. Close. The game. So it was close. But oh. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. How about with you, uh, is it Longgrim? What's his, like, his Lingram? Longgrim? Ryan Longberg. Yeah. Long Longberg. Yeah. He missed an empty net too. Like, yeah. 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 It's change the whole game as well. Yeah. Oh, look at the Denver Nuggets might making a comeback here. So see how that goes. But uh, yeah, we'll uh, keep everything, you know, posted on that. It would be fun. And, uh, and then, yeah, Phil, Phil and I, early, just to plug this earlier, this, this interview would drop on Wednesday. We did an interview with Riley Sheehan. Uh, uh, he obviously played overseas, but uh, long and long time NHL player over 600 games. So it was a really good interview. So that interview will, uh, We'll drop on Wednesday. So we're looking forward to that. I think a lot of people will be intrigued on that. And I think one oh, of the yeah. cool things he talked about guys, and I know you, you guys haven't heard it yet when you did hear it, but he went 79 games without scoring a goal. And then he, he got the last two goals in the Joe Lewis arena before they closed the doors there and uh, kind of changed his season around, but tough year, but a good ending to a tough year. So he kind of, he dove deep into that of how struggle, how, how big of a struggle that was. So I think that will be a little bit of a, an eye opener and a good, you know, conversation piece. And I think the whole interview itself was really good. Wouldn't you say Phil? Yeah, it was, it was awesome. Um, yeah. Like you said, it kind of like, like, and we talked about it before the interview too. Like we just weren't sure like what road it was going to go down and which, uh, what conversations we were really going to talk about, but I don't know. It was a really good interview, really good flow. And uh, I think we touched on a lot of really important, good topics and got some really good stories and yeah, yeah really good guy for sure. Yeah. Awesome. I used his, uh, Schwartz, he would always come to practice with the little kids and he always just grab a random stick. And the one day he brought Sheehan's stick and his stick, it's like, you know, uh, Ryan O'Reilly's got that little hook right at the very end. Yeah. Yeah. He's got the same type idea. Like you could toe drag that thing like a mofo, <laughs> but shooting it is, it's, Man, they, those guys, their curves, they must go crazy adapting them and changes. His, but his has a huge little hook right at the last couple, I don't know, quarter of an inch, maybe half an inch. Mm-hmm. It's wild. That's interesting. It's That's hook. interesting you say that too, because Bosco, weren't you telling me he was like one of the best face off men? 
Yeah. Well, and Ryan O'Reilly is too, right? So exactly. Yeah. So you kind of wonder if it's a face-off tactic too. Yeah, maybe something. on the forehand side they can hook it back a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I guess the big news here, guys, is you know, just like our boy Kami said, uh, you know, in his kind of video message on Instagram that uh he's seen this act before, he thought it was a joke with Babs coming back. Now he is uh Vandy will throw to your first on Mike Babcock coming back in the NHL with the Columbus Blue Jackets. Initial thoughts. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm really surprised he's back in the NHL. I thought he would, I mean. It's not like he needs the money, right? So. Well, yeah, and I mean, to me, at some point, you know, the if if everything that's said about him is true, the threatening, and uh, you can't coach like that anymore. So, but again, everybody deserves kind of a second chance. So I, I don't know. I mean. I would, I would think, I know, I think it was Brody that mentioned in our chat that, that, um, you know, how does Goudreau, what does he think about it? I would think that management would be consulting with Ryan A and Goudreau and, and those, yeah. you know, Rensky yeah. just to, you know, Hey, is this going to be okay? And I'm sure they've introduced, you know, he probably came in with interviews while the players were there and maybe the players had questions. I don't, I don't know how that works, but yeah, I mean, look at the end of the day, you know, whatever is said about Babcock negative stuff aside, I think at the end of the day, he's a good coach Mm -hmm. and you know, maybe he can turn that because that organization has enough talent to where they shouldn't be bottom feeders. No. So, You'll see what happens there. Uh, bro, your thoughts on this hiring and kind of what it means uh, for that organization. And, you know, obviously, bro, uh, Vandy touched on it with the second chance, but where are you at? I go back and forth, boys. I think, well, one, he's, the GM clearly likes a hard-ass coach, right? He's gone Tortorella. He's gone Babcock. Clearly didn't learn anything. If he, if he still thinks that a hard-ass is the way to go, I'm not saying it is or it isn't, but... I go back and forth. I think he, like Bandy said, he's a obviously a good coach. He's got a great record. He wins. On the other hand, sounds like he's an asshole, right? He was a dick to Marner. Dick, to, like ask Johan Franzen how he feels about him, right? Ask Call yeah. me how he. But Jason Spezza, <laughs> Mike Medano, right? Like. Okay, yeah, was, yeah, Mike Medano. That was a dick move too. But that's of all the guys he's coached, we've named what six guys? Yeah. How many guys has he coached? So that's what, maybe it's the 1% rule. I don't know. Maybe the other guys all like them. I have no idea, but. Well, well, Elliot, Elliot Freeman reported last night on on Hockey Night Canada that he thinks Rick Nash, who is part of the Blue Jackets management core, was the one that pushed for this because he had him in the Olympics and his experience was really good. So he thinks that kind of played a big factor into it. I don't know where you come out on that, Phil, and in your thoughts on that situation with Rick Nash and, you know, vouching for him. Well, and that's that's the argument I I had uh, with my brothers this this last week because they were talking about uh, the same thing like Gaudreau and like my argument back is like you know Johnny Gaudreau had career numbers under 
a tyrant of a coach too in Daryl Sutter. Uh, and then you look at a guy like Liney, like what's it going to take for Liney to actually get it going and, and play to his potential too. Maybe this is what it's going to take, right? A guy like Babcock coming in there and, uh, that, but that's the thing. Like, is Babcock going to change his style and be a different coach than he was before? Because Canada. if he is, maybe maybe you're not interested in Babcock anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like, does that change him enough to yeah. be like, yeah. like yeah. I don't I don't know. So for me, like, let's let's look at it at the end of the day. This guy coached Team Canada. This guy was always the first choice to to coach Team Canada. Like when Team Canada was going to the Olympics with NHL players. Like, wasn't it just a given, like Mike Babcock's their coach? Well, there was a bit of a back, like it was Joel Quinville's job, and then Joel Quinville got sick, and Babcock came in, and then it's been Babcock ever since. Bill is going to get hate yeah. mail from Tommy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <exactly. laughs> yeah. Do you think he, you guys think he can honestly change to be less oh, of a time? Uh, I, I personally don't. I don't even think he needs to change. You know, maybe. Like, does, does Columbus want him to? Minor. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you Bosco just said it. I mean, Yarmo, he likes the hard ass guys, right? So, yeah. Yarmo's still involved, right? Yeah. I, I, there, and I personally, I personally do too. Yeah. Really? yeah I, you know, obviously, you know, there's still the shelf life for torts. And listen, you know. but now, at what point do you? Look at the players then. If if this thing, oh, I don't want to predict that it's going to fail or not. But like Line A had Paul Maurice. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, can, maybe this guy isn't motivated. He does have a great education, so maybe he's just dumb. Yeah. Let's <laughs> see. We'll see. Uh, see what happens. Yeah. This public service announcement is brought to you by our friends at CDN. Here's a crazy thought. Not all team wear needs a team logo. Stand out in the crowd and rep your team colors with one of CDN's hockey hats. Listen, these hats are phenomenal. We just got ours a little while ago and we've been wearing them nonstop. You know when you find a hat you love and you just can't take it off? Yep, that's how we feel with our CDN hat. Every time we wear it out, we get asked, where did you get that hat? I know what you're thinking. How can I get one? Cue the details. Shop online 24-7 at www.wearecdn.ca and use the promo code 2MUTS for 15% off your order. Again, that's www.wearecdn.ca to get your new favorite hat and use the discount code Two months at checkout for fifteen percent off your order. Now back to the show. Um, we'll move over to the Toronto Maple Leafs team uh, here. Obviously, hiring Brad Tree Living, I absolutely love the hire. Um, I've dealt with Brad. Uh, I think he's an amazing person. Uh, I think he's an amazing hockey mind, and I think he's going into a situation where he just learned a lot from his previous situation, and you know, losing players, and you know. You know, he's going into, you know, like when he inherited the Flames job originally, you know, he didn't hire uh, Bob Hartley, but Bob Hartley went on to win coach of the year. Um, you know, Daryl Sutter won coach of the year. Um, 
obviously Daryl is a guy that he hired, but we'll see what happens here in this situation. But I, I think it's a great hire. Um, you know, he's got, you know, he's got about three weeks here to figure out if he can get Austin Matthews side before July 1st. If not, then that's going to be a tougher conversation going into July 1st because then Matthews holds all the cards um, in that aspect because his no trade clock kicks in and he picks the team he wants to go to. But I do think it gets done, but I do think Austin Matthews signs a three-year contract extension. I don't think he signs anything maybe longer. Maybe he signs a five, but I pretty much think it's going to be if he re-signs in Toronto, um, it'll probably be a three-year deal. Um, but, Why do you think uh, that? Um, just because you know, I, I I don't I don't think Austin Matthews is a type to, you know, we've seen it before with this. It's the same thing over and over again now because it, like when Matthews was up for his entry level, it was Matthews first, then it was Nylander, then it was Marner. So and obviously Tavares came in with the free agent thing. So now it's the same thing all over again, but the the situation doesn't change it nothing really changes if you bring those guys back and now i understand brad said this isn't about the core four isn't about the forts about the toronto maple Leafs, but nothing from the outside really changes if you bring all those guys back i do think one of the four have to be traded going into next year for any kind of change in that situation because you know i like i think what they did in the first round against the Tampa bay lightning was good they were not the better team but they found a way to win when they played against Florida, they could not score for the life of them. So something needs to change in that aspect. Now for him, I, I just don't see Austin Matthews being an eight year kind of I'm signing eight years. Cause I think his, at the end of the day, I think his, you know, he wants the success and he'll have the success. If he gets it, he's getting a lot of money regardless. He will be the next highest paid player after Nathan McKinnon in this contract. And then dry will be higher. And then McDavid will be higher after dry. cause that's how it's going to go in my opinion. But I still think he, I like more listening, more interviews and more people talk. I was convinced two weeks ago that he was going to leave. He was not going to stay for some reason. I feel like he's going to stay, but I think the only way he stays is there's certain there has to be some certain changes happening. And then also I think he only signs a three-year contract extension. Now, Elliot Freeman thinks he signs a six. Elliot's way more connected than I am, but I think six is too high. Brody, your thoughts. I think they should trade his ass is what I think. Mm-hmm. Ah, love it. Get rid of- I don't think, uh, I, I think he's going to go to LA and I think you can't risk if you, if it's not done by July one, so in the next whatever that is, twenty seven days, yeah, you you, you got to trade him before that. I'm the sure draft, they know right? already whether he's resigning, but I'm I wouldn't be interested in giving him thirteen, fourteen million dollars a year. That's anarchy. I'd trade his ass for a couple first round picks, a couple prospects, and you're a better team. And what they need is a second pairing or two, like two second pairing defensemen. Yeah, trade him two of those and a first round pick, and you're a way better team. So they have no bottom six forward signed for next year besides Sam Lafferty. That's it. So, and it's that's all- so. How are you going to get those if you're signing a guy for thirteen million dollars? Correct. Yeah, the cap only goes up a million. So yeah, you need, to, you need to figure something out. You you got Matt Murray on the contract for about five million next year too. So that's another yeah. anchor that you have. Joseph, I watch, ready? when I watch the Leafs too, I I love watching Nylander play. Mm-hmm. You can't move Tavares, yeah. and I love watching Marner play. But, he's yeah. he's the one dishing, making all the moves for 
Matthews. Don't get me wrong, Matthews is excellent, but I mean, to me, Marner's. I'd rather have Marner than Matthews personally. Yeah, yeah. I think, it, and it's more or less it's driven Toronto centric that he's going to resign. It's outside of Toronto centric that the conversation is more. Matthews gets traded at the draft because if he's getting yeah. traded, he's getting traded at the draft. If he's not traded at all, then it's you're going. You're it's Johnny Gaudreau all over again for Brad Tree Living. Yeah. So because he's, he's walking July first is what he. But so on the other side of things, if you're the we'll just say the others because we're in Edmonton, won't be the others. But how could you? Why would you want to trade for Matthews <laughs> and have to sign him for thirteen million dollars? Like, mm-hmm. why would you ever want to do that? Yeah. That seems like crazy talk. It's an absolute absurd amount of money he's to not, pay him. He doesn't deserve thirteen million dollars. No, and I and hey, I'm a Leaf guy. I'm a fan, but you know, he, he's he has not shown you anything at the most important time of the year that he's worth thirteen million dollars. Now, no. Drysdale has. Bro, but, do you think he? So, uh, do we think that he needs to be signed then traded? Or traded and then signed because no, I he'll, think he'll just get traded. So they they won't be. And, they, and won't if, they won't be a like. So, it but if you're a team, yeah. Why would you give up a first round pick, a second round pick, some awesome prospect, and a second pair yeah. defense yeah. for okay, a guy for one year? Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And you don't have any money to do that. You have to trade back thirteen million dollars. Yeah. No, not thirteen. Whatever. He's, what's he make this year? He's eleven. He's eleven point three. Yeah, so you got to trade eleven million bucks, give or take, yeah. back the other way. Like, yeah, that's a lot of contracts coming the other way. Correct. Just to make it work. I don't know. Yeah. I wouldn't even want. Like, I bet you two thirds of the leagues like no, I don't. I don't even want them. But just because that reason alone. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you want? It makes no sense. Why would you want a guy that you're gonna have to resign for for one year, or you lose him, or you're gonna have to extend him for thirteen million dollars? Like, why would? Who would want that guy? Yeah. And he's never done anything other than he's, yes, he's a really good goal scorer. Don't get me wrong. But on his resume, he loses it when it matters. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's, it's obviously a team game. There's lots more to it. But, but it's not wrong. That's to what say resume that, It's not wrong to say that. The resume shows when he yeah. comes to shove, he is not there when it matters the most. He does not show up when it matters the most. So I bet you stats are pretty good in the playoffs, but his teams don't win. Yeah. Yeah. Phil, you've been pretty quiet here. What's your thoughts on Brad Tree living coming to Toronto and, and the situation he has in front of him? Just first of all, I, I would take Austin Matthews in a heartbeat. I think he's an I think he's an excellent player, excellent goal scorer. Uh, I know what you mean about the money thing, but I personally don't think any of these hockey players deserve the money they make. But anyways, on another note, uh Brad Tree Living, I think he learned his lesson. Uh, with Matthew Kachuk uh, when he had the opportunity to sign him long-term and didn't do that. Uh, And and, and the fact that they both him and Gaudreau went up at the same time, I I just think Brad's learned his lesson. And I I kind of agree with what Elliot was saying. I think it is going to be longer than three years. I think it's going to be about six years. Um, And I think, I think this is how Brad's going to win over the Toronto fans. He's got a tough, cool. set, tough situation in front of him. Uh, I like that angle, Phil. That is know. a good way to win over the fans. We're all kind of uh, we got different opinions. Vandy, your overall thoughts, Brad, Sheldon, Keith, Matthews, a lot going on there. Um, what's Great the- hire. I mean, I, you know, is is three going to stick with Keith? Do we know that? I don't. You know, 
is that Courtney guaranteed? last night he's getting an extension so okay yeah Good. that's All a free right. fight and that's a free bullet in his pocket it's just sitting yeah. there yeah because yeah. Brad said he's like if we're sitting here today as the day he got hired there was five or six coaching openings at that point now they've shrinked down he would be up for all these coaching openings. So he goes 115 point season, 111 point season, back to back years. That means something. No he's got another year left on his deal. So apparently he's up for an extension. It's either an extension or they let him go. They're not going to go. He's got to work cut out for him. He's, he's got to, you know, make, make uh, lemonade out of lemons. He's, you, you got to, he, and tree living, we know him. You know Bosco. You know him on a personal level as well. We, we we've seen what he did in Calgary. So yeah, I mean he's the guy for the job. What was the other part of that question? Do you think you know with the the situation he has dealt with them in such a short period of time? Um, you know, he said Austin Matthews is number one priority. As of yeah. next week, he'll be flying to Arizona to go meet with him. He's already met yeah, with Keith twice. Um, so I think that's just going to be put there for now. It's, you know, yeah. we've had the conversation. We'll see what happens, but let's try to get Austin uh, re-signed here. Um, and I think we'll know. I think by end of the week, maybe this time next week, um, we'll know if Austin Matthews is is has, has the, like, obviously he cannot physically sign the contract till July 1st. So, but you know, if we know that he's traded, it'll, it'll leak out. Yeah, that's what I mean, right? So that like we, that always does. So um, you know, so we'll see where that goes. Like I think he goes in. Like but the Leafs are a good team, man. They're, they're very, very good. good. Yes, they are they're, a very great team. But they're, they're probably two or three pieces away from really taking a run at. at yeah. And every you know, I. Florida yeah, I don't think any of us are saying they need to blow it up. No, no, no yeah, 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 I agree. But, yeah. but the farm and and it's I don't think you're gonna need to to spend a lot of money to find what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I think you can find it. And I mean, now you're gonna trust on your scouting staff and obviously Brad Tree Living negotiating contracts. But imagine go ahead, Phil. No, you go first. You go ahead. Imagine after next season, you can't go into a season with 24 million bucks tied up in Matthews and Tavares. You just can't. That's too much money. Yeah. No matter how much the cap goes up. It's crazy. It could be yeah, 25. I don't think have a choice. They're not going to have a choice. I don't think they're going to have a choice. Trade them. $11 million to trade. Tavares, though, like in, unless you're saying trade, you oh, yeah, trade Matthews, right? But but with the with the cap only going up a million bucks, like <laughs> that's next year, right? Then the year after, I'm more meaning it goes up yeah. even four or five million bucks. It goes up. The great it goes thing, up five million, right? The, the great thing, but then it's gone. Okay. It's gone on one guy, right? Yeah, it's exactly. It's it, or there's benefit a lot from this situation because the way the contracts went for Mac, uh, McDavid and 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 uh, dry settle because the cap will be around $95 million to $97 million by time, time these guys are up. So, and we, we know that like the big thing is, is that I agree with Elliot. So the, the, the core four in Emmett, the core four in Toronto, they didn't take a discount. They took the most amount of dollars they got. So they, 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 they took, they took Kyle Dubas to the woodshed and back. And and good for got, them. Yeah, exactly. Now 
we all kind of overreacted when Drysdale signed his contract because I don't think he wasn't the player he was when he signed a contract. Now we have seen what it has happened, and that contract's been a very good contract. Now I yeah. think I don't think he takes a discount. I don't think McDavid takes a discount at all. Like so, I think these guys will just be. You know, and it may just be a, a million dollar bump up from McDavid where he's at, you know, 12.5. He might go to 13.5. Who knows? Um, so underpaid. He should be getting paid like 40 million. Yeah. A lot. Of, I think a lot of people said, you know, 29 million. Then, 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 then you, you're going to be playing the back end on that team, Brody. I know. Yeah. But legit, like the amount of revenue he brings in and the ticket sales for every other team, he's worth 30, 40, 50 million a year to the owner. Yes, the owner. How much is McDavid worth? Fuck, fifty million bucks, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Now, I, I just had a quick one back on Bradtree Living for you, Bosco. So I know uh, I, I've I've heard in the past. I don't know if these rumors are still circulating, but like Nylander being linked to Calgary, do GMs uh, usually typically have issues dealing with their old teams? Like, do you know how that usually goes? Most teams in history have have like you look at you know for instance when Rutherford was still in Pittsburgh and then Bill Guerin went to the Minnesota, like they dealt with each other, right. A lot. So it, like those situations happen. So, you know, obviously there's a close relationship between Connie and, and tree for Calgary and Toronto now, but <laughs> I, I, you know, it's all business. Hey, well, I, I don't know, man. Like, you know, I, I think it's Calgary, not like tree living got Calgary fired or, or Calgary yeah. doesn't have the money to get Nylander. So it's just, no, yeah, no, no. Right. So like, they, it was just, it was just almost like a hypothetical, right? Like, like what's that? Like what's former that G- it was almost like a, what's that Vandy? Dream Weaver. He's thinking <laughs> Yeah. Well, he's from Calgary, so he wants him to go back home. He's originally born in Calgary. Exactly. And then Kale McCart also next year is coming to Calgary too, coming home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So what's interesting about maybe coming home too? Think about uh, tree living is he's not allowed to do the draft. Yeah, he cannot be at the draft table at all. Okay, what? And how stupid is that? Like, obviously, because on the other hand, Dubis can be at the draft table for the Penguins, but. That was Calgary. Calgary said you can talk to him, but our condition is you. He, I think. I think. I don't know. The best thing is that was reported. Tree was on a, an interview much later in the day, and he kind of put cold water on it. He's like, "Let's just see what happens in the next few weeks." So, oh, it's so, like real, realistically, whether he's there or he's not, he's still pulling all the strings, and it's already given all his information on what. Calgary's doing and their list on this and, and Toronto that. only has but information's been shared regardless. Yeah, Toronto only has three picks in this draft anyway. So yeah. <laughs> it's not like it's not like they got 18 picks and you know there's tons of guys. They got a first round pick that's Boston's and I think they got a fifth and a sixth round pick and that's about it. So um but yeah we'll see what happens there. I you know I I most guys at that point they're you know, Wes Clark, who runs the draft for Toronto, he's already done all his work. So I don't think the GM coming in is really going to change anything within a month um, of that. But, you know, we'll see what happens there. It's, he might have a guy here or there that he really likes. Yeah, well. like Brad could probably be in a press box up in, the, in, in Nashville somewhere and, you know, call it a down or whatever if he really needs yeah. to. But um, he's just going to be down there with the uh, with the fake nose and the mustache. They, are, they the already talked about that on TSN Overdrive. They said, I got, a, I got a wig for you and a mustache and a set of glass, the new set of glasses. So 
He's like, wouldn't that be cool to sit at a table and just listen? Oh yeah, I oh. I, I want that so badly one day just to experience. It'd be unbelievable. Yeah. Um, or even just be on the draft floor as those insiders are. That would be pretty cool. I I, I put out a tweet today, man. You know, I'm seeing like Spit and Chick that's missing curfew, all these other podcasts out there. I know we're not in that realm of them, but just how they're covering the Stanley Cup final. How cool would it be for us? Just you know, we're it's beautiful weather here in Edmonton, but how cool the four of us being in Vegas right now, you know, breaking down a panel inside T Bowl Arena. So that's the goal, guys. That's the goal. We'll keep trying. Five years. We're five years in. We're, we only got one media pass for one organization. That's the Flames. So we'll uh, we'll keep working at more here as we go. Maybe when when they're in the finals next year, just like Vegas did yeah. this year. Exactly. Uh, we'll see what happens. Right, boys. Yeah. yeah. You know, we'll move on to uh, Kyle Dubas getting hired as president of hockey operations and then having the interim GM position. Brody, thoughts, seven years he this term is too for him. I am very shocked at this. Obviously, the, the break between the communication between him and Brendan Shanahan was power. He got it in Pittsburgh with the Fenway group. Thoughts? How much did he get paid? Or is he getting paid? Yeah, he's probably, I think around $6 million is my guess. That's just a wild guess. I, I, I haven't dug that deep into it yet and asked around, but you know, I, I'm, assuming. I just don't, I, I don't know what he's done to deserve this. Yeah. Like, and no, no disrespect. To him. I'm sure he's brilliant. And the, the, but what's he done? He's got a good regular season team that never wins in the playoffs. So I don't, the youngest, I guess somebody has got to be the youngest poho ever, but yeah, I, I don't see why he's, deserving of this job to be honest maybe he'll hopefully he proves me wrong i'm sure he's a nice guy i don't know but it seems nuts to me to hire a guy in his 30s who's never done it before and give him all that autonomy seems yeah. that who's never done it's not like he's won a stanley cup or been yeah. to a finals or been to a semifinals or conference right on one goddamn round in yeah. how many years yeah, five years. Well, nine years with that nine years with the lease organization. He did win a Calder Cup with Sheldon Keith. So the Marlies did win a cup there. He was the assistant yeah. general manager. So on an so NHL I'm, level, he has won, but on the NHL level where he was hired to be in the NHL level, you know, that that just didn't work out. Uh Van and Eden, I'm a I'm a dude on a podcast selling yeah. houses. Yeah. And and I can see the holes. Before the start, I'm like, Toronto doesn't have good enough defensive and shitty goaltending. They're not, they can't win. Yeah. That's me. And sure enough, they don't have good enough defense and shitty goaltending. They're not good enough. No. And this is the guy now he's getting promoted for having a flawed team. I know every team's flawed because of the cap, but I mean, you gotta, you're not gonna win 10 8 in the playoffs. You gotta have some sort of defense. Yeah. So and I don't know. I'm not a big fan of that. And he's going into a pretty shitty, Situation. Yeah, yeah. I, those guys I, I think out of all the organizations that are, you would tire, I get hired to. That's probably the biggest crap sandwich you're getting. Well, and, and you yeah. wonder, you know, was he brought into this situation knowing what's ahead, forthcoming for this organization? Like, because your shelf well, life window is him, two years, really. What about him getting hired? But, but the fact that he took this job and you know, potentially could be there or have say in, you know, Crosby and Malkin and what's that? These guys eventually moving on. I mean, you're basically, you're, you better get a return for all those guys or. Uh, he won't, know. they'll all retire there, I bet you. Well, 
Yeah. Or at least a couple of them. Like, what what did he build in Toronto? Like, it's just dumbfounding. Yeah. I don't know. When it came to negotiations, he caved in in Toronto, right? So... So it, it is a tough one for sure. I I, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. Crosby took a discount on his yeah. last contract, so maybe he's like, "Yeah, let's get Dubis in." Yeah, Dubis will sign him for twenty million <laughs> for my last two or three years. Eighty-seven. No, yeah, yeah. Eighty-seven million dollar contract for Sidney Crosby. One year AAV is eighty-seven. <laughs> um. Uh, Phil, you're I'm just, I'm just, I'm just getting distracted by this, like a crow going crazy at somebody's house. Yeah, I can hear yeah, it. Millwood, <laughs> my yeah. house. That's got to be Millwoods. We don't have crows in Saint Albert. Yeah, yeah, Millwoods. Yeah. It's big- Anyways, no. Um, I don't know. It's like a little bit depressing when you see like this. How old is Dubas? Like 34, 35, something like that. Young, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. And he's like the president of a hockey team now, but I don't know. Maybe they like the fire. They like the fire in his belly when he was like scrapping with the Tampa Bay lightning fans. We need a guy like that. Yeah. Very, very bright. Very smart. So I don't know. Yeah. He knows a lot more about, the, about hockey than me. So yeah, we'll see how many guys he brings over for sure. Um, just a, just a bit of a, you don't see seven years for manager, manager positions very rarely. Right. So I think usually it's like a five year and then, then it's kind of up at that point. So, um, what's your thoughts, Bosco? Yeah, I agree. Like it, you know, he hasn't done anything as a Leaf fan and, you know, I guess maybe in the argument is this past year was the best year he ever really assembled a somewhat the best team he can probably somewhat assemble, but you know, goaltending was still an issue and the back end was still an issue on getting the puck out. Like there was no issue for them defending. The issue with the defense was getting the puck up to the forwards, you know? So it's not like they really got blown out or they're slower or whatnot. Like they just could not get the puck out to their forwards at all. So that was their, that was their problem there. But uh, um, yeah, we'll see what he does. And again, you know, I'm a guy that works in construction and, (laughs) He's a guy in the NHL, so uh, you know. So <laughs> there's is always that that argument. We do a podcast <laughs> for 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 a hobby, but we'll uh, we'll see what happens. And you know, at the end of the day, I hope the success for him. Um, you know, I hope success for everyone. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, it, they um, it's uh, it's hard to win. And you know, he's he's around an amazing group that can win, and he's around an amazing coach in Sullivan who's won before. So we'll see what he can do and. See what kind of ads he's uh, he's able to to bring in there. But uh, anything else you guys want to add before we uh, sign out here? Because we uh, gone to our hour window. I got a question for you. You yeah. just said you that's success for everybody. Do you wish success for Mike Babcock? You know what? Just because I think it's so close to home, because Kami's a bo- good friend of ours now. Unfortunately. I don't know. It's a tough one, man. Like Kami said in his video, I don't know if you guys watched it, but he goes, yeah, he pretty much said, he's like, I got some buddies on that team, but I hope that organization has the least success as possible. I <laughs> kind of quoting him. You would have to find the, the video for sure. But um, you know, I, at the end of the day, I hope he changes. I think he's done a lot of, you know, I'm not perfect either. So I've done some bad in my life too. So I'll, I'll first uh, admit that. And obviously he's done it too. I'd find anyone that's perfect, but I hope, uh, you know, it would be a shame if we're two months in, three months into the season and 
some stories start leaking out because, you know, those conversations are more prevalent now than they were before. Um, you know, a lot of the stuff was covered up in the past and not brought out until much later dates or, you know, seasons after they're gone. And for instance, for him, all this really didn't get brought to light until he was fired from Toronto. And that was the first time in his life he was ever fired. So, uh, so we'll see what happens. Every other time he ever left an organization, his contract ran out and he never came back. So I, I hope for his sake and the people that around him that he doesn't hurt anyone anymore with the side of mental health. Cause it's very uh, like, obviously the people that are speaking out were hurt because of mental health reasons and mental health is way more better today than it was, you know, yesterday and before. And just like the Kyle Dubas situation, I know he said two weeks ago, you know, it's Toronto or nowhere, but two weeks, so much happens in two weeks. The landscape in his world was different two weeks ago, the day he made those comments to the day that he took the job in Pittsburgh. Um, and he didn't take the GM job. He didn't, he didn't exactly. And that was, he took a a much different position. Um, I think, I think the penguins will hire, you know, and and it sounds like there's, there was a lot of female names being brought up in that position. I think it's going to be someone younger that he can help mold into that position. It sounds like that's the direction they're going to go for, you know, a general manager in Pittsburgh. And I think with, you know, with Babs, I, I hope, you know, cause I think what Vandy said earlier, that team, there's 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 good players there. And he has a player who took two years off in Alex Te- Texier. Um, he stayed home in France for mental health reasons. Wow. And now he's going to coach Mike Babcock. So I hope for that sake that, you know, Texier's experience. And listen, don't, don't be fooled by thinking that Yarmo just hired him without talking to situations and people. Texier. And 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 Goudreau, like, so you know, maybe he pulled the wool over everybody's eyes, but he could change, yeah, as well. I mean, people like, deserve a second chance, yeah. I, I get I hope the yeah. angst, yeah, and I mean, I, I get the angst and all that other stuff, but no, nah, at the end of the day, if he's hired. I, he, I mean, Yarmo is a smart guy, yeah, and he made we're all going to get hate mail from commie, but yeah, <laughs> commies are boy. I support them, but I, I hope in the situation that things, things are better. So, and yeah. because he has a player that has fought some mental health in the last two years, I hope, uh, you know, hope that situation's better and it's not smoke and mirrors and it's not, uh, you know, out for the camera, but we'll see. Um, anything else you guys want to add before we jump out? No, I'm good, bud. All right. Everyone be humble, be kind. Uh, We'll chat with you guys here in a few days. Have a good one.